Business is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's a fabulous authoring day. And one of the questions that I wanted to make sure that we really delved into it, did a deep dive, was all about publicity. And I know we've done a few shows on publicity, but we really have a a master with us. How would you like to have someone who could be a guide who's been doing this for not five years or 10 years or 15 years? years or 20 years or 30 years, how about 40 years, who has seen the evolution of publicity with authors, who's who's really been involved with the revolution from really the traditional was the only way an author got a book out there and got publicity, to really seeing what the morphous has happened with the independent uh, world that has really kind of turned a lot of the traditional publishers on their head. So with us is Kate Bandos, and she is the promotions director for Globe Pequot Press. And she was the publicity director for Pelican Publishing, a little company, and Acropolis, and also M. Evans, which I knew fairly well in New York City. And back in 88, she created KSB Promotions, which she runs with her husband, Doug. And for the past 27 years alone, they've, they've really focused on working with independent publishers and self-published authors to really get the, the media coverage that they richly deserve. So Kay speaks at a lot of conferences, and she is really a expert in the areas involving just not fiction or nonfiction. She knows about parenting and gardening and health and the how-tos and cookbooks. This is one of my favorites, as well as kid books and just general books, period. So we're going to welcome Kate. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, Judith. Doing well in uh, snowy Michigan. In snowy Michigan. Well, I have to tell you, we're in Colorado today, and we're we're not freezing our fritters off. It's actually a beautiful day here. So, 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 so you can have the snow for right well, but it can come next week for Christmas, I guess. Right, All right. So, right. yeah, let's talk about uh, some of the things that go on um, that you do, and and I'd be curious, how do you evaluate an author in a book? before you agree to take them on as a client? Or do you just take anybody? No, certainly um, we don't take anybody. First of all, we stay to our strengths, which you mentioned, the lifestyle kind of books and children's books. So it needs to fit into those kind of categories. And, And I would hope that all authors who are seeking help with publicity would look for somebody who has experience in their specific area. If they've written a science fiction book, then they want a publicist who can immediately 
pop into their mind the ideas and the right reporters and the right bloggers and the right publications that would do science fiction books or romance or parenting, etc. And so, number one, does it fit my category? And then I read it for just, is it a good book? Does it look like it could have been produced by Random House or Simon & Schuster? Because... With over 500,000 new books published every year, and I think now with ebooks, the number must be way beyond that. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's in the millions. Um, that um, most reviewers can only cover, um, or, or any publication can only cover a small fraction of that. The trick is will this book? meet the test to go in the yes or the maybe pile and not immediately upon glancing at it, whether glancing at it online or holding it in their hands, will it prove the test of, oh, this looks worthwhile for my listeners or viewers or readers or followers. Mm -hmm. um, and then their credentials really come into play. And... One of the mistakes that I think a lot of authors make, particularly self-published authors, is, for instance, if they've done a back on curing back pain, they may have discovered something wonderful that worked for them, but will the authorities out there trust that this is a plan or a program that's safe for others to try. So they need then a forward and or endorsements by people whose credentials verify that this is a great plan, whether that be the head of back pain at Mayo Clinic or some university mm -hmm. hospital person or somebody with another well-known book, but they need to build credentials before we will take it on so that the credibility is there. So again, it goes into the yes or maybe pile and not into the media's no pile. Mm. You know, going back to, uh, I, I see these are all crit really critical to me, critical points that, that you bring up that it, it's imperative to have a publicist really match what your book is about because they, they can't be all things to everybody with any depth. That, that's been my experience, so I right. certainly echo that. And I think that one of the challenges, and I've, I, I, I know you have seen a lot of books out there that, you're, that you, if you don't say it out loud, you think it internally, what was the author thinking when they put this cover on it? And, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, should and, this ever have come off? I used to say, should it have ever uh, yeah. come off the computer? But sometimes it doesn't need to come off the computer, but should it go uh, beyond their, their uh, four walls? Yeah, well, I often say ten copies, maybe too many, but the, <laughs> the but but the the thing that's really critical that that authors, if if they want to get publicity and garnered, or if their envision is to get into any bookstore, um, if that's going to be their venue of where they're going to try to push sales, is that they have to be able to say that my book looks like, feels like, um, has the layout, etc of a mainstream, traditionally published New York-based book. 
Right. If it doesn't, you know, if they make it even to the maybe pile, they're lucky. Right. So right. The other thing that I think an awful lot of authors forget when they start going forth into the world is that publishing a book is not news. And publishing a book is only news if it's, a new Harry Potter book or some other well-known author, then the fact that a new book is coming out from this well-known person may be news. But in most cases, publication of a book is not news, not when there are so many new books being published every year. So Mm -hmm. the message has to be the content in the book and the authority that the author has, what they have to say and share. And that has to be what is promoted. The fact that it's a book is nice and that gets slid in on the side, but that can't be the focus or they're destined to failure. So so that the, it's the content that you have to be rich in pushing that. I, you know, one of the challenges I've seen, I, I, was, I worked on a book earlier this year that was called The Iodine Crisis, and it's actually done quite well. It's in its third printing already. And um, I was reviewing, she's, she's got almost 100 reviews up on Amazon right now, and I was re- reading through some of them. And, you know, you, certainly the high cluster is, is fours and fives, and there's always, I don't care what you are, there's always going to be some ones and twos. I don't care anybody right. how good a book is. They're going to be there. So I, I kind of look at them, and what, what I found fascinating, and it goes back to the, you know, is this a, a one-trick type of pony book that, that you found something that worked for you, so now you're going to tell the world about it and you forgot to get the endorsers and the gurus that will say you know god this is this is this is good here and that one of these people who had given a one star to the book really went after that and i came back thinking didn't you read the forward didn't you read these endorsements? I mean, the key people in this area have come in and supported this um, and doing that. And one of the things I see, Kay, and, and I don't know if you have any um, experience with this or thoughts about this, but I'm finding more and more readers totally skip forwards and introductions, and they just kind of dive into the book to see if they're going to get there. And uh, and I've been telling our authors that if you have something that's very meaty, that introduction maybe should be chapter one. So it doesn't get skipped over. And if you have a setup that's happening, do you have any feelings about that? Um, no, that's, that's certainly a, a point worth taking. And um, if it's by somebody else, I think it's hard to do as a first chapter. But if it's, um, we recently saw a book that is a collection of essays, and mm-hmm. they're from over a period of 10 years. And they're each one individually wonderful, but I found myself wondering, I wanted to know and told this author, this needs a a beginning, this needs something about here is a collection of essays Uh that do such and such, and so that you Mm -hmm. go into the book in the right frame of mind, and I think that that's what you're saying as well. Exactly. That whether it's in, in the first uh, chapter or in an opening segment that you have to put the reader in the right frame of mind so that they will approach it 
in a reasonable way and not be super disappointed or them thinking it was one thing and it turning out to be something else, then you're going to get those two-star reviews at Amazon. And it's not necessarily the book or the author's fault, but the reader who approached it without sufficient Mm -hmm. knowledge. Exactly. So I, at the four words by another person, I think that's standalone, but the introduction certainly could become chapter one in many cases. All right, when we come back, we are going to do dip diving into when should publicity start for a new book. With us is Kate Bandos. You're listening to Publishing. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with it? If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. AuthorU brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through AuthorU's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The free terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates, and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The free terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both author you and judith for over a year don't wait another day contact alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no contract author you deal every picture tells a story And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for 
excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the rockstar radio network if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles All right, so with me today is Kate Vandos, and she is the brilliant visionary with um, KSB Promotions, and you can find ksbpromotions.com, and they really specialize in all the lifestyle type of books um, in the independent and the self-published area, but if, you may, if you're going to contact her, make sure your book looks good and reads good, <laughs> um, because there's, it's a big, bad world to compete for media and publicity out here with over a half a million easy copies in print, and then you have all the other e-books out there. So, Kate, I wanted to ask you um, that you had, when I first saw you, and you really intrigued me, you had kind of a timeline I thought was very cool. And I'd love to have you talk about your timeline. So my question that we'll start with that is, when should publicity start for a new book? Um, My feeling that that some of the publicity brainstorming should start when the book is half written. Mm -hmm. Um, That as you're envisioning that book, you need to be thinking about, can I add content here? Can I add some graphs or sidebars or back matter that will expand the readership and promotability of the book? So, for instance, we work on a series of books called the Lima Bear Stories. Mm -hmm. And... um, There are now five children's books. They're eight and a half by 11 picture books, and each one has a message. Um, The most recent one is Bully Bean. And, but at the end of each book, there is a page of activities, and then there is a page of information for teachers or parents or caregivers or others who are reading the book to the child. Um, some questions to ask the child before they read the book, some points to talk about 
as the book is being read and some topics to talk about after you've finished reading the book. Um, looking at the illustrations, can you tell by the cover what the book is about, etc.? Well, though, that back matter has been commented on and praised in almost every review that's happened from book one. And originally, the author, publisher, was not planning for that to be a part of the book. But we feel in children's books that it's becoming more and more important for something like that to be a part of the book. So that's just one example. Yeah, and I think that's critical. I, I think that that's just wise advice, which you're suggesting for all authors who, especially if there's a, you know, a lesson uh, of some sort that's coming out with a book, um, and you can usually find a lesson in every book versus whether, you know, they're going to be, for a very young child, looking for certain images and graphics or whatever f- to something about feelings that you could really create some wonderful, wonderful dialogue with that. Well, so, ha- and taking it to a different plane, say it's a parenting book, and it may primarily be for parents of children between two and eight, but perhaps with an added chapter on how to make the teen years less um, crazy or contentious, um, perhaps a chapter or two, or even parts of the chapter. This, if you have an open relationship with your child and you've made them comfortable talking with you about all topics when they're six and when they're eight, it's going to be easier when they're 16. And suddenly you've expanded your publicity opportunities to not just parents of young children but parents throughout their child's life and even sometimes into the scope of appealing to grandparents Mm -hmm. who may be taking care of the children or um, more suitable ways for a grandparent to address the issues about, well, in your house that may be the case, but in my house these are the rules. Mm -hmm. And so thinking again about... I always say to myself when I'm tackling a book or looking at a book and authors should do this for themselves is who's going to buy this book and what else do they watch, um, follow or listen to? And then how can I reach those people? So if you've written a book about how to build birdhouses, you're not going to go to cooking fancy magazine because there's a total disconnect there. Mm -hmm. And likewise, if it's a book about college students, you can't go to parents' parenting magazines because they typically stop at age, some of them stop at age six. And so you really need to understand your market and take the core market first, in our parenting example, go first to the parents of young children. But then once you've established a good base there, know that continued publicity, you can reach out to some of the parents of older 
children. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you hit a button for me when you mentioned grandparents, for example. And I don't know how many books are even out there, but the latest data shows that 70% of grandparents offer care for at least two years to a grandchild, 70%. And almost 3 million of them are the primary caregiver for their grandchildren now. So, you know, that's, and grandparents have different um, hiccups called joints and God knows what. Right. They come along with, a, you know, a young kid. And you could have a whole new, a whole new, I could see a whole new book just that you're a grandparent caring. Here's some insider tips. So, right. Um, right. I mean, and I don't know what out there, Kay, but maybe who's ever listening might come up with writing it. <laughs> so we start, we start with our book halfway in. And uh, um, and, and if, then ideally. as you've made this list of who you think is of interest and in doing research and background checks, because if you're going to say, mine is the first lemon cookbook mm-hmm. ever, and you click onto Amazon or do a Google yeah. or some other kind of search on lemon cookbook and you find this is Ten the 295th oh. lemon cookbook, yeah. um, you better have done that homework so that you aren't um, being dismissed immediately because if you're sending this to key cookbook uh, food writers, they're going to definitely know if they've seen or have on their shelves other lemon cookbooks. So as you're doing your research, you should be writing down, oh, this writer seems to do a lot on this topic. Oh, this is a blog that loves healthy recipes. Oh, this is a magazine that would be perfect for this. And as you're watching television or listening to the radio or um, just browsing the web, you should be making note of these places. Now, you have to go when the book is finally ready, you have to go back and make sure they still exist because, as we know, um, much of the media is like a revolving door and it comes in and it goes out almost as quickly. Um, but keeping those kind of lists will make your life much easier when you're ready to really start hardcore publicity campaign. Mm-hmm. All right, so as we move into a hardcore publicity campaign, and I've got we've got two minutes till our next break, but as we move into a hardcore, what would be as you start thinking number one critical you need, then number two, and that kind of thing? Sure, number one is understand the deadlines of the media you're going after. A magazine like AARP works a year in advance. Mm. So, um, and some of the other consumer magazines work four to six months in advance. I've had people come up to me with a Christmas book at the book conventions in June, the end of May, June, and when I tell them it's too late for the Christmas issue, Mm -hmm. they think I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. But you, you really have to learn for each of the media you're going after what their timelines are and set yourself up so that if you do have a Christmas book, you know that it has to be available in October and you have to be starting your publicity in February. February, um, March, no late. All right, so with that thought, let's we'll go to number two when we come back from our break. Um, and it's the good news is for Christmas books, as always, next Christmas too. 
This is Kim Cryo. It's your guide. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, an author, you, your guide to book publishing, we have Kate Bandos, who is a expert, expert of not one, two, three, but actually four decades in creating promotions, publicity, and she specializes with independent uh, publishers, authors, uh, and she has her, her real skill set is in the lifestyle books, 
children's books, cookbooks, etc. And we're talking about kind of we jumped into the timeline, and I wanted to let all our listeners know if you would like to get a hold of the timeline, Kate offers it for free on her website, and that site is K as in kangaroo, SB, kangaroo Sam uh, Boy ksbpromotions.com and you just go in there and you'll see the timeline off the homepage and click on that and take it and run. We're talking yeah, about you, some... Actually, you need to go to publicity tips and advice and then there are numerous, there are 20 different um, PDFs that can be downloaded on various aspects of publicity and the timeline Perfect. is one of those. So, so that's, that's critical. Lots of yeah. Yeah, so go over there and visit the website and go into the tab of publicity tips and advice. Um, we were talking about hardcore, and the first thing that Kate said was that you've got to really understand and be tuned in to the real deadlines, especially with magazines, because some are anywhere from four months out to a whole year out where they're setting things up. Uh, radio and TV is a much, much shorter rope um, when you're working on things, and Kate, anything you want to add on about the the more tr- uh, the media of TV and radio? Um, well, some of the TV work in advance. Again, make sure that you know that in most cases now, with being able to view things on your tablet or iPad or computer or whatever, if you if you don't if it's not a national show, you should be able to view it. And I would have authors contact me and say, I want to be on Oprah. Well, Oprah did a whole hour on a topic at where the Today Show or Good Morning America, you're lucky to get three to five minutes. And mm-hmm. so you have to know whether your topic and your book and some of the key elements of it, what does it um, best fit? What format does it best fit? Can you get across the key information in three to five minutes, or does it really take you an hour to go through everything so that someone understands your method and says, oh, I need to get hold of this book and read more about it? Mm -hmm. So understanding the media you're going to, and for instance, a lot of people send books to any number of places, whether it be print or radio, TV, or online, and say, this is a review copy, I want a review of my book. Well, there are very few places that truly review review a book anymore. So if you ask them to review a book and they go, we don't do book reviews, toss The book goes into the pile, into the tub at the front of the office where whoever wants a free book can take it home or if they do donations to hospitals or senior centers or jails or whatever, Mm -hmm. that book is off and gone. Um, So really understand what they're looking for because I think that the thing that all authors need to know no matter what the topic is if you approach the media of oh i've got this great show for you i've got this great story for you this is perfect um this is how i can help you you're going to get lot a lot more publicity and coverage than if you go please please 
my book I need it to sell um, that that the old adage of you get more um, bees with honey than vinegar um, or a similar saying is really true that when you're when you're offering help, when these shows have to find guests and topics and articles and you offer a guest blog so that somebody can take the day off and doesn't have to come up with another idea, um, they're going to truly be appreciative and come back to you. So know what you're what they're going to do with the information and make sure you present it in the proper way. So okay. um, are you presenting an interview? Are you presenting a top ten list? Are you presenting a quiz? Are you presenting an article? Um, know how, what you're going to offer. And this isn't a one-time deal. For instance, if you have a parenting book, using that as an example again, um, your first approach may be that this is a new overall concept in parenting where you sit down and have meetings or anyway, whatever your overall plan is. That may be your first approach to the media. But then you may later go back to the media on how do you deal when your kid throws a tantrum in the middle of a restaurant or the grocery store. And then you may do another time going out to the media about how to handle the homework wars and how do you handle chores and allowance. So there are Similarly, with a cookbook, you could have holiday recipes that would have gone out a few months ago or right now for a blog that might post it today on ways to make Christmas dinner or a holiday open house easy. Um, But you can also do the winter soups and the spring salads and the... Mm -hmm. Um, each season or each um, type of occasion may lend itself to another pitch, which can give your book life for a long, long time. Sure, and what's critical is they have to learn how to pitch it um, and use those so you have those grabbers uh, to bring them in, and that's always been the essential. And and I've always felt, you know, that you could, for the bloggers, you could be pitching, you know, what to do over New Year's, or you could do a non-holiday activity for parenting for families that doesn't involve all the glitter of the holiday, just a gathering of your family members um, and just a shared activity and get take a break. Right, and the more personal you can be, um, if you can say, I really loved your blog about how you handle gifts for extended family, and on a similar note, I would like to suggest this or that, it shows the person you've done your homework, you've done your research. When mm-hmm. I started in publicity, it was a matter of getting to know a person. Now you can go online and read that a particular radio host loves chocolate or 
has a dog that they can't mm-hmm. seem mm-hmm. to discipline, or you can learn so much about a person or the media, whatever it is, and if you do the homework and then you approach them from the um, basis that I know who you are and what you like, and so I want, let me offer this suggestion, um, you're going to get a lot farther than if you pitch something that, if they're conservative and you're reform and um, things may not swing the same way if you pitch something that's, anti this and they're for it unless they want to get into a good debate um they may blow you off very quickly which can happen let me ask you this <laughs> let's we're talking about new books what if i have an oldie what if i have one that maybe be a little tired what is, is it possibility to get some some pr opportunities out of that absolutely we've got two books that i'll use as examples um that are continuing to get publicity. One is a book called Start Talking, which is about mother-daughter communication. And Mm -hmm. it has various scenarios and um, ways to keep that communication open. And and there are sections for the mother and sections for the daughter, etc. Well, Mary Mm -hmm. Jo Rapini is just a bubbly, forthright, she can talk on anything parenting and does. And the book was actually published, I want to say, eight or nine years ago. And we have been doing monthly article blasts. And every month, she her articles appear on at least a dozen blogs or web magazines, or the topic may get her an interview on a radio station or a regional parenting magazine, or two or three may pick up that article to use. Or she's now doing a regular um, parenting Q&A in her local Houston family magazine. She's now a regular on a radio station in Houston. She's Mm -hmm. now a regular on a TV show in Houston. CNN is now after her reporters call all the time because she can talk about twerking now and making your child comfortable when these horrors are happening at school and you may be afraid to go to school or whatever. So if you keep up on the news and there is a way that you can... Kate, hold hold that one because we're going to go right into our final break because this is an important topic to, to tie in to what's going on, old or new. It can make it very successful. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. 
sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The free terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free. Extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author You and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no contract Author You deal. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Browse is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303 303- 882207. That's 303-852207. Or email her at Judith at Bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at my book shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, today we're talking about publicity and what to do with the old and the new. And right now we're talking about the old. 
Um, and Kate Vondos, my expert guest, is talking about how she's working with actually a book right now that is eight, nine years old and the positioning that the author's getting besides across the board blogs and CNN and a regular on radio shows, etc., is actually creating nice book sales as well as speaking fees. And what I want all of you to understand is that as you start on the journey of authoring with your first book, because I know books breed more books, is that it's a it's a it's a long run. It's if if you're trying to do the instant hit, you're making a really sad mistake because sometimes things take a while to build the wave. Would you agree, Kate? Absolutely, absolutely. You've got you've got it exactly right. Um, the patience um, mm. is so hard, even when <clears throat> your book is scheduled for publication, and you're doing some of this public publicity work six months in advance, and it doesn't come out for six or eight months. Um, and and you've got books in your garage that you really want to sell, and yet you're doing all of these things early, it's very hard to be patient, but it will pay off if you put yourself out there. And and that's what's critical. You gotta put yourself off. It's a long term game plan and which gives you a lot of chance to keep coming um, back. And to- and something else that I've learned um that Mary Jo <laughs> is a perfect example of she when she follows up on Harrow queries Mm-hmm. Help a reporter out, which I imagine you've talked about, or people mm-hmm. can look up. Um, when she answers a query from a journalist, um, she makes herself totally available. And sometimes the journalists are nice enough to come back and say, no, this isn't quite right. Then Mary Jo always responds, well, you know, I'm, I always make myself available, and so you're doing such a good Thing, sharing this information with people, and she is so genuine and so memorable that indeed the reporters and the media come back to her when mm-hmm. this week we had an instance where some article didn't happen, and the editor called and said, can Mary Jo quick do a 400-word piece on? And Mary Jo did it. And mm-hmm. so you know that that editor is forever grateful and will approach Mary Jo again. Exactly. Um, and and that's, what, that's what endears you to them, and you become a really um, uh, in their star list that they come back to you on. Right. Uh, um, Kate, a couple other things before, before we run totally out of time. That Do you think an author can handle their own publicity? Um, some authors do a very good job of handling their own publicity, but and some media, particularly the smaller mommy bloggers and some of the radio shows, love to hear from the author because they almost do a pre-interview if they happen to be talking or even emailing back and exactly. forth or, or texting. They get a chance to get a feel for each other and can do that, but what... Mm-hmm. I typically say is that there are many media will not be honest with an author. If they don't like the position the author takes, um, 
they're much more likely to email me and say, well, it's an interesting book, but my take on global warming is really opposite, and so I'm not going to do anything with this book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, or I just covered this topic, and we probably won't address it again for a year. And they're much more likely to be honest with me. The other thing about doing your own publicity, and actually one of the things that they can find on my website is you should do your own publicity if, and you should hire a publicist if, which people Mm -hmm. uh, find a fun quiz to take. But Mm. if an author is trying to do it all, and they only have 18 hours in a day to be working on the book, um, they should be going after sales, and it's much easier to job out the publicity and focus on their sales and get the money in hand than it is necessarily for them to be doing the publicity. They should be out speaking. They should be out doing other things to find outlets for sales and speaking engagements and, and books uh, clubs to be a part of and, and other kind of things where publicity, I know plenty of media who will open the email from me, but if it comes from joe at joepublicity.com is going to say, eh, you know, and that'll go into their spam filter, and they may never get to that email. And I've seen that happen I for, for a lot of people. And, and the authors, you need to really get over to the fact that you want to keep writing. Your job when that book is out is to support it. And, and, and certainly the authors uh, are the best at keeping track of current news, Mm-hmm. how they fit into the news and coming up with ideas and and they can certainly be a part of the publicity with like I talked about going emailing somebody and saying that interview you did or that op-ed piece you did or that story you did or that blog you wrote um, was right on and I cover how people can better handle that in my book and how can we work together. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of personal relationships are wonderful for an author to develop so they are the go-to person um, when this topic comes up again. Uh, but for the majority of the publicity, the the strong press release, the picking of the media, the follow-up, which is so critical, and I hear many clients say initially they don't want me, that they can do their own follow-up, and then I talk to them three months later, have you done your follow-up when they're complaining about not having much coverage? And they go, no, I got all bogged down on shipping and billing and speaking, and if you don't get do that follow-up. Everybody who gets a book, every media who you send a book to needs to be followed up. And it's amazing how often that tickler can get the book from the bottom of the pile to the top and the coverage can happen then where it might have just disappeared into that stack of books that gets bigger every day. Exactly. So that leads me into our last question because you've opened it up because that's called a mistake. 
that you don't follow up because you're really kissing off your your postage as well as your book costs when you send out these books then. And so it, it, we have about two minutes here. What are what are, are the common mistakes that you see year after year after year, Kate, that authors make? Well, again, I think that we can go back to the beginning of our discussion today, not starting soon enough, not building that position, or the book itself not being strong enough, um, the not looking at all the different market areas that you can go after, um, approaching inappropriate media, and it's better to do fewer but more targeted things than to throw it out to the world, and, um, and then that follow-up and not stopping when the when your book is a year old, but keeping going and keeping going. Another book that's kept going is a book called Smart Packing for Today's Traveler. And she, again, is now called upon by the media because if the airline changes its rules about luggage, um, <laughs> about carry-ons, about whatever... They call Susan or they email her because they know she's the packing expert. And so she makes sure that she doesn't become obsolete. And so the author has to keep thinking of ways to make their information new, even if it's not a part of their book, it's part of their platform. And that's what's critical, and that that's going to be our last word with us is Kate Bando. She is with ksbpromotions.com. Lots of fabulous tips on her website. Just go to the homepage and, and click on her uh, tips and publicity, and you will download a lot of reports for free. Kate, thank you so much for being with us today. Lots of good information. We'll have to have you back. And, Great. And, it's been and, a pleasure, and I... Hope everybody um, starts spreading the word. Absolutely. All righty. So we, as we come up to this this uh, week, next week will be the Christmas holidays. We'll be doing the day after Christmas. We'll be looking at foreign rights and sales. You don't want to miss this show. This is Judith Bryles. Take care. Happy offering. Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bry.